Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Love, Life, and Legacy, the podcast dedicated to helping you navigate these hypersexualized times of ours. And this is our big celebration because it's our 200th episode. I got Sammy. We we took him from from wherever he was dwelling at the time, and Benji, and we had a little old reunion because that's the original cast of characters that made this whole thing happen for all these years and so we just get into some reminiscing we also talk about some testimonies that we got and just the future of the podcast we're just we get into it all but all in the name of celebrating the fact that we are alive and we've been making it all this time and we've been making this podcast just for you so without further ado join us join us see you inside Come on, everybody. Come on. Hey, We're here. Everybody. Hello, hello. Hi, everybody. We have three of either your favorite people in the world or the three of the most irksome people you've ever met. Depending on your view of us, we got Sammy, Benji, and Andrew in the house. For our what what episode is this, Sammy? Tell me. You're the accountant here. You're the number number guy. And and also why I'm here after such a long hiatus. Two <laughs> hundredth yeah. episode ah. of the Love Life and Legacy podcast. Woo-hoo. I thought you were saying that's just why you're here in general to tell me where I where where what was All I right, saying see again? You guys next time. <laughs> <laughs> the number guy. Yeah, this is our two yes. hundredth episode. And we started the first chunk with Sammy and then we've been so in the last chunk with Benji, so we got a whole reunion cast thing going on. So out of the dust, we took Sammy out of his box. He's been in storage for a little bit, dusted him off. I'm in condition, this guy. I'm ready to go. He's ready. Yes. Yeah, Andrew, so you um, let me know, hey, 200 episodes coming up. Let's do something special, kind of do a reminiscence of the podcast mm. and uh, how far we've come and sound exciting. So I'm happy to be here. Talk about the beginnings. It's been a long time since uh, I've made an appearance. So let's get into that. We started this podcast in, I remember I was in Toronto when we were, so that was like um, 2019, right? Uh, December, we were kind of doing the fin- finishing yeah. touches. And then we started, yeah. we launched next month. It, it, we might have launched the first episode December of that month, 2019, um, if not January 2020. It was right around then. And um, we, it, as typically good ideas, they form. It's hard to trace the origins. We're just shooting the breeze. Like, hey, you know what? We should, uh, a lot, how uh, most bad podcasts also get started. It's two, <laughs> two falls. Hey, guys, you know what? We should start a podcast. Mm. Uh, and then uh, we took it from there. Yeah. We had a sense, though, that, like, there was a bunch of people that could benefit from hearing from us in between hearing from us. Because people often contact us only in emergencies. Like, oh, my house is on fire. But um, yeah. it'd be nice to communicate with them when their house is not on fire. Yeah, it was, it was a bit more intentional than, than just, you know what, we should start a podcast. It was in 
wanting to offer something to fuel them up throughout the week, right? Put some some good ideas into their minds and just knowing that there's a lot of people that were hungry for something like that, that people loved high noon and then we, ha- we were able to make more for them. And just podcasts is a, it's a good format. Um, I'm a fan. And so we're like, hey, let's, let's get a podcast going. And we, I mean, just took it from there, just figuring out, okay, where, how do you even do that? Um, where do you upload stuff? Where do you record stuff? What kind of equipment do you need? Uh, how do you make it accessible to people? And is I mean, it's pretty straightforward. It is, I mean, it's probably why a lot of people are starting podcasts because everybody you do. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's all the kind of boring practical stuff to figure out. And, and we figured those things out. And then, you know, the all enticing question of what should we call it? And right? that was another thing that was yeah. meaning like, uh, should we call it the high noon podcast? Should we call it, um, pure mind online and people call it the PMO podcast. <laughs> uh, there was, it was just a lot of names. And then, uh, I think it, you came up with, no, 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 you, you had a list, right? It wasn't like, mm. oh, this is the one. So you, you sent me over a list one day and then the one that stood out was love life and legacy. And I was like, yes, that's what we want this podcast to be about. And it just encompass, it encapsulates so much of uh, what we're trying to express to people and, and, Kind of that's the the long term plan, right? Is that we're in it for for uh, for generations, right? We're not here just to make our lives better this week, right? But like uh, create a legacy, and so we had love like and lineage as the first name, and then we're like, oh, maybe that's a little too and the word just the word lineage, it's it's very uh, imposing, right? And and just something that's a little more abrasive and um less of a daunting word so okay, let's try love life and legacy and we liked it we sat sat on it for a little bit and it stuck and uh the rest is history for that legacy is a better word for excitement purposes lineage right, yeah. this is like a it's a tricky word there's a lot there hitler hitler is talking a lot about lineage you gotta you gotta be careful when you whip that letter of those words out. Yeah. Um, so I got to, because because you're the first version of your story was like, yeah, a couple idiots uh, just want to download some uh, stuff in their basement kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I realized that you you do that <laughs> when we're doing events. Your intro is like, ah, who wants to listen to a bunch of idiots anyway? Anyway, next up, Andrew, let's bring him up. Uh, and then... You're really good at downplaying us, which is good for our ego. Not always the best for people taking us seriously. We are serious people. We we had intentions with this podcast. Um, yeah, it's it's we we had a big vision for it. We knew that this could likely be the thing that reached the most people, and just mm-hmm. be an, an outlet to like, really impact people. Yeah, yeah, I'll. Well, we, and, but we, you know, we, and we just, we spent time thinking about what do we want the, the intention to be, blah, 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 blah. What was that, Benji? Well, I was just in Las Vegas. We had 1,200 to 1,500, depending on which number you're tracking, but a lot of people, a lot, over a thousand young folks. And I can testify a lot of people listen to the podcast and, you know, we're like, 
I think we're getting past the phase where people are like shy to listen to the pod. So like in secret, like, hey, by the way, really like the podcast. Now they're more open about it and we'll tell people about it. You know, I think we've gotten a, a little bit of better, better reputation and rap with that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely reaching people, which is fantastic. Um, but also on the flip side, like I, I read a stat statistic that 90% of podcasters stop after three episodes. Yeah. Wow. And I, I know this to be true because I know three people in my own life <laughs> that have started podcasts or uh, didn't start a podcast out of fear of failure or fear of not having it all perfect and set out and, and everything, all the ducks in a row, right? So, yeah, having a vision long term, but also just you guys, you guys, not me, by the way, you guys just were like, let's, let's, let's do it, right? And, and not just sit on your hands and wait for all the circumstances of life to be perfect it was only you two right at the time in terms of high noon's staff and, and manpower it was and you guys had a bunch of other stuff going on so i'm gonna not do the opposite of downplay you guys which is up play i guess yeah you're a hype man all. thank you we need I that hype you up you guys took, took yeah. ownership of it and then eventually sammy passed the baton to myself mm. that's something yeah Anyways, i just want to say that i yeah. yeah, I uh, just yesterday I was listening to some of something, and uh, this guy's like, the most permanent things are those that are created temporary for temporary purposes, and temporary things are what people decide or are determined will be permanent, something like that. And uh, yeah, like taxes. Oh, uh, exactly. we're just yeah, gonna like, tax you. It's just like a post-war tax. That's like a hundred years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and the podcast was just like that. It was, uh, um, so me and Andrew had been going for a year and we really got up and running. By that point, we we're in a, a groove. We had a system. We had, a, in the beginning, it was just us doing everything. And then we had a system of people helping to the point where we could just hit record, upload it, and then it would get published without us needing to really do much more to it. Mm. Um, and then after that year, you know, which is like 50 so episodes or something. And, then I started traveling, right? So I was like, okay, it's going to be really hard for me to record uh, just on the road, not knowing what kind of environment I'm going to be in and not really having good equipment, et cetera. And so, and then by that point, Benji was starting, you're becoming more involved in High Noon. And so like, how about we try switching hosts and you take over? And that temporary thing uh, became a permanent solution for our podcast. <laughs> hey, Benji, mind coming over here for a second? Yeah. And get him in a headlock. Sammy is Benji's older brother, so he can still bully him. I don't know if you can see in the dynamic in this video, but I see it clearly. Still exists. Benji is petrified of his older, hairier, manlier brother. Yeah, it was partly when he asked me, I was partly like, well, I can't say no. So <laughs> I don't know what percentage, but honestly, there's that part of me. It's like, well, I got I to gotta do it. So, so wait, yeah, really what were you doing in 2019? I'm so confused about... How much staff did we have back in 2019, Sammy? Robert, that was pre-Robert and Karina? Yeah. I mean, I, I ate probably just you and me. I can't call. I'd have to like look at some documents to figure out how. I can't remember. Good Lord. Yeah, it was, so, it was you guys. High noon. We had, we had some contractors, you know, people helping out, volunteers. Yeah, lots of volunteers. Benji was part-time at that time. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I remember he, soon after that, he became full-time, maybe like six months later. He, uh, COVID happened, right? 2020. And then 
Benji, along with several other people, were ceremoniously furloughed from headquarters. Um, and then so we, we grabbed him up. We absorbed him. So all it takes is a global pandemic for Benji to join the ranks of Sammy and Adam. That's all it takes. So, well, that's okay. That's a big deal because we started a podcast while we were traveling, while we were doing everything else. We just knew it needed to happen and we were committed to it. I honestly had a very strong sense that we would run out of topics after a hundred episodes because how many episodes can you talk about sex? It's like, you have put the thing in the thing and you wiggle all around, right? <laughs> Uh, and don't do it if you're single. There you go. We can finish that in half of one episode. But actually, there's still we have so many episodes in the pipeline still, and this is our 200th. I don't think we're ever going to run out because we, one one cool benefit to this is um, we unpack issues so that we can understand them, and in so doing, we are evolving the entire like high noon understanding of what is heavenly sexuality. And this, this couldn't be done if we just kind of put our head down and worked. We have to put our head in the clouds every once in a while and look upwards and say, what does this all mean? And have debates every once in a while, or, you know, to go deep into certain rabbit holes. And I hope we've done that for you guys. We're going to continue to do it because um, the, I think in the beginning we said I think Uncle David fully believes this, that that he's going to save the world through sex. Um, and I believe in him enough to believe in his statements, but I didn't really know what that under, that, that meant. Uh, but the more that we unpack this, the more that I can start to see all those dots being connected. Like that guy, Charlie, I think, from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that, that meme of him, like, you know. Oh yeah, that it all is starting to make a whole lot of sense. Um, one conversation at a time, like holy crap, sex means that. Sex means that. There's so many implications. It's unbelievable, and I would never know this to any great depth. Uh, so there's that. Sorry, Benji, you were gonna say something, and then I steamrolled yourself. Oh no, I was just going. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. Every podcast. That's what I like about you, Benji. Yeah, yeah. Sammy just talks, man, man, man. But you, you actually validate. Oh, good lord! God bless you, Sam and Ben. I was listening to an honest. episode. I was listening to an episode that Andrew and I did, and I was doing that the whole time. <laughs> it was so annoying. I was like, "Gee whiz!" So I never. I I try not to do it anymore. It either means that you're really listening, or you're proactively doing something else, but want to seem like you're listening. <laughs> Like you're playing Avengers. bubbles. I was gonna say bubbles. Oh, <laughs> sure. Um, so one thing that we skipped over is the the cover art, right? The the um, mm. I don't know if anybody really catches that because it's mm. pretty random. If you're looking for high noon, it's not really near our branding so much. It doesn't really match any aesthetic. And then bam, a banana and a peach a pear, a pear, pomegranate, pomegranate. Yeah, some fruits. It, yeah, yeah, I love that logo. It's true though. It's like you'd think you'd or that cover. I mean, you you think our logo would be front and center on the podcast? I can't remember in detail. I remember we're talking about you know like should we call it the High Noon Podcast for one, mm -hmm. uh, and should we just like be part of the High Noon brand? And the intuition we had at the time was that that should be something. It's like something else, right? And 
mm. you know, produced by High Noon. You know, High Noon's there, and the logo's on the bottom. Um, for for whatever reason, I can't remember all the details, but that was the conclusion we came up with. And so, you uh, looked up for some guy on Fiverr, one of those things. To we did a ninety nine design. We had a competition. Yeah, oh, we had budget for that. Yeah, yeah we yeah. went top scale. And uh, they did a great job. Like we, you know, which you just give them a concept with words, and then they come up with these images. And I just love that. Whatever I don't even know who it is, right? It's just a, an anonymous person somewhere around the world, right? That we never mm-hmm. talked to again after that. But he took our logo colors, and he, you know, did this this subtle. What do you call it? A uh, entendre. Entendre. Yeah, just. Uh, subtly hinting at something sexual with these fruits and I, I think it's it, and but does it like a, in a classic way so I like it I hope you all know that that's a penis and a vagina I hope everybody <laughs> gets that for, for those in need it's spelled out for <laughs> I mean on a on a just a glance like a cursory glance it's like ah a podcast you know it's high noon it says high noon I don't know if many people would be like, oh, clearly that's a penis and a vagina, right? Because it's fruit. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're just promoting healthy lifestyles. Um, I'm that kind of person that would, I don't assume everything's about sex. That's an Uncle David thing. It's like, oh, look, it's a penis. And you're like, Uncle Dave, that's an umbrella. And he's like, no, it's a penis. <laughs> like for the type of guy that Freud would have a field day with, right? Um, so that's, and for people like you, we, we added the subtitle of the podcast is just to make sure everyone's clear. It's a show about sex. Yeah. But still, I don't know if, you know, uh, some people just don't look at things that deeply. They just look at the picture. Oh, it's a nice picture. Anyway, that's a penis and a vagina. Fun tally for, for listeners. You're like, how many of you knew before hearing this, that this is what it was. (laughs) And we could, we could actually see our, our demographic who's listening. Yeah, who just we'll fell out of their chair? Guys. Who just had a the end of Sixth Sense kind of moment? Please let us know. I'm sure there's a good chunk of you who just never really thought about it and assumed that we were not the type of people that would put a giant penis and vagina on the cover of our podcast while well, you were wrong. Dead wrong. So Benji came along. Which episode? Do you remember? Do you have any idea? No idea. Yeah, it was 50-something. I remember that much. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So early in, early, I mean, early. Consideringly, it's yeah. It's oh gosh, the podcast has, has been going on for a long time. It felt like we were seasoned by that point, right? It's like yeah, we've been doing this a year, but like when you look at the whole scale, like fifty episodes, that's not that many. Yeah, I did sixty something. We did a couple double episodes. Like we you know we do one a week, right? But then there's somewhere we launched multiple. Okay. So Benji comes on after like a year. Benji, are you super intimidated because you're amongst the intellectual elite, the the upper echelon of society? You're being invited to the upper room, as it were. Are you, are you pooping your pants or what? Yes, Andrew. Event should have been. <laughs> I upper echelon say... at the kindergarten. It's like, <laughs> well, it's like you're filling the shoes of your brother. It's kind of like <laughs> from one episode to another. It's the kind of on the nose replacement. Like, we didn't do like a heck? segue. Oh, really? What the heck happened to Sammy? <laughs> uh, and why is his younger brother all of a sudden here? You know, 
Uh, it's like in TV shows when they just change a character and they don't mention it. It's just like, yeah, right, yeah. didn't the dad used to look different? Wasn't he a different race? Maybe I'll have a <laughs> I'll have a gender a gender transition into Benja Benjamin too soon too soon or something like that. I don't know. They do that in, in TV shows sometimes. Anyway, uh, I was intimidated. I think because at that point I hadn't done a lot of content. You know, all the all the stuff I've done have been like spiritual related stuff, like sermons and that type of content and matching and blessing education. And so nothing really about the addiction fields, uh, which is kind of what we've talked a lot about, like porn addiction and not much about talking about my own experiences story. So I didn't really have confidence in how to articulate my experiences and portray them into a teachable lessons, you know, that kind of thing. So I didn't really know that I could. Right. And of course, comparing myself to you, Andrew, was like, you know, he's, he's been doing this for so long. He's done like 50 episodes, <laughs> right. Plus all his other stuff that he's done in his life. Uh, and so, I mean, you know, the same with anything after the first time of doing something that's scary. The second time you're like, why was I scared? You know, first time you go down that water slide, first time you go down that big roller coaster, first time you fundraise, first time you witness. And then unless you fall, unless you die, My kids just learned motocrossing. You know, like they had, they were on real legit bikes and Anand's very first term, he drove off the track into a ditch and just wrecked himself. And I was kind of looking at the instructors. It was a safety course. And I was like, that didn't look super safe. You let him just drive off the track. And then I just looked at him. I was like, you're right. He's like, yeah. And then he got back on right away. And that that's why he didn't get scared. Because if there's like a mistake... Plus time equals fear. But anyway, you, you have a weekly podcast, so you don't have much time to linger if you if you made any mistakes. You, that's yeah. how you get better at something. That's also, you know, kudos to anybody in any of our programs. The fact that we have these weekly programs means that if you have a bad week, you have another week to kind of redeem yourself. So there's always room for growth. Just like Benji, learn from Benji. Unless you die. I remember our first episode was, uh, an, it was a disaster. No, it wasn't a disaster. It was just the mic quality or the sound quality ended up being really bad. Mm. And uh, the content was really good. I think it's still there. We, we were like, oh, yeah, we should replace that. And then we never did. Um, so I think it's still people's first impression. I mean, for those who start from the beginning. Yeah. What kind of people do that? <laughs> so, Benji, you, you after your first week... You weren't nervous anymore, and then you started to just show up in your underwear. Just got really yeah. confident. I, yeah, just like Sam. I literally became Jen. I would say that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's a teachable moment for me. Like, it really is. I've learned over time that if I'm scared of something, I know it's going to pass. Like, this will pass, and then I won't be afraid of it after I just do it. I had an experience with my son. This is a side note. Like, four or three or four weeks ago where we went fundraising <clears throat> around our neighborhood. He wanted to sell bracelets that he made, right? So one day he said, "Oh, stuff. Because we've been talking about fundraising in our house. Like, Hitoe, my wife, and I have been talking about fundraising, like our experiences, and he's been hearing these fundraising stories. And he's like, I want to learn how to fundraise. So he made a bunch of bracelets that are pretty, pretty nice. They're intricate, and they're pretty beautiful. And he's gotten better at it. And then he came to me and he's like, I want to sell them around our neighborhood. And then I noticed like 
I am and usually start getting afraid. Like, oh, why don't we just sell them online on eBay? I mean, on, on Etsy, or why don't we just sell them to church members at church and that kind of thing? And then I was making all these excuses for this little boy that just wanted to learn how to fundraise, right? <laughs> and then I noticed, I immediately noticed that I was being a little, a little wuss, essentially. I was like, why am I afraid of, of my son going through this experience? I'm afraid of him getting hurt. I'm afraid of our neighbors looking, thinking that we're weird for fundraising, right? And then so I immediately was like, this is BS. And I just stood up and I just left with the kids, all three kids. I was like, we're going fundraising. And we just went door to door and they, they went by themselves and I just watched from the street, right? Because I knew, I, like, I knew that this was one of those things where as soon as I do it, I'm not going to be afraid anymore and this is just going to be a fun experience, you know? And I knew he was going to have a great, good experience and I wasn't going to let myself get in the way of uh, that kind of thing, right? So I'm saying this because like, I definitely get afraid of stuff. I definitely do. Like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm a pretty fearful person. Like, I think of the worst case scenarios and, and how things work out. But I think I'm particularly good at doing things uh, and notice, oh, noticing when I'm afraid and trying to take action and, uh, against that, you know? Hmm. Um, yeah. So it's just like a highlight experience of, of just, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Nike was really on to something. If you just do it, like, nothing is that like, matching sisters are not that scary. Uh, talking with people, matching prospects is not that scary. Having kids, also, like, having the first kid, super scary. Right, guys? <laughs> At least for me, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, sure. And then subsequently, it's like, then you have twin, right? Hypothetically. That, yeah, that hypothetically, you have twins. Yeah. That's a very typical experience for everybody, right? <laughs> yeah, boy. You know, you have twins. <laughs> The more nervous you are, the more you just have twins. And you have the end. And then you have four kids. So, yeah. Well, it was nice having you on board. So, it's been... How long? I mean, it's been three years or four years? Because... Yeah, let's it, do four years. Four. Four. Yeah, like, I mean, basically. So, it was 2020. See, that was the year sammy and andrew were hosting and then mm -hmm. 2021 2022 2023 mm. it's been andrew and benji i wanted to read uh just interrupt this broadcast to read a testimony benji's got the long one i asked him to read the long one because he um passed kindergarten i'm still getting my online certificate as um kindergarten so uh, I have a recent, a more recent one. You know, we get, since Benji and I have been pounding the drum of asking us, you know, asking you guys for feedback, um, some of you respond. We still get most of our feedback on the fly at events when someone's like, oh yeah, by the way, your podcast saved my life. And I always say, thanks. But deep inside, I'm like, could you just write it down and let me know earlier, please? Um, but here are some, we just have a couple for you guys. Yeah, the first one is, uh, I wanted to thank you for these interviews with people who have, or are going through things and have the courage to share. I was especially moved by Kaylee Moffitt's talk. I mean, I am on the other side of the world, a housewife, um, mother, and I could relate to so much of what she said. It's so interesting and an, it's an unseen perspective of the fall from Eve's point of view, etc. I already think of how much 
unsaid, unseen treasures there are from mother's own life and heart, and also from so many of our sisters. Really, thanks a lot for keeping up this work. And yes, I do tell others about it. Holler. Holler to that yeah, person. Cool. Yeah, it's like we have advocates, right? We have, like you said before, uh, b people come up to us in front of others and just say, oh, I listen to your podcast all the time. Before, it was like a whisper or they'd slip us a little folded piece of paper into our back pocket that we discover later. Or they'd send us smoke signals or something like that. But uh, people, I was just talking to somebody yesterday, uh, a sister in the Philippines, and she said... One of her friends just came up to her and said, oh, yeah, I struggle with high noon stuff. And so I'm in a group because I struggle with my sexual integrity. And she's just saying it out in the open and like, you know, a church environment. And she was she was mortified. She's like, can we be talking about this? But the other sister had been working on herself so much that she's like, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I'm working on. And that's kudos to the culture that's been forming from all of you out there who continue this conversation. So we're. You know, we cranked this machine, we started, you know, this conversation and you guys have been continuing it. And the more that you do, the more that you normalize it, right? The more that that's for better or for worse. If you normalize the kind of, um, I don't know, prejudice, some sort of prejudice, like people do that with our movement all the time. The more that you call somebody the, the pejorative term, moonies, 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 and it's just like, then it's okay to say that word. Right. And people don't even know that it's wrong to say that word. Same with the good side. The more that you just talk openly about who you are and what you believe, the more that everybody just accepts that. Right. Um, or knows that. And there's not no awkwardness. That awkwardness comes from that fear that Benji's talking about. And so the more that you all share, the more that this conversation has the ability to permeate our atmosphere. So. That's one testimony. I sent the other one to Benji over here. So Benji, you got you got the eyes to read. So let's go okay. for it. This is from a let's see, it looks like a young young female, right? A young wife. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Here we go. Hey guys, I listen to the podcast pretty regularly, and I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much for all you do. Even though you don't know who I am, Heinen pretty much saved my life, literally. And I'm so grateful for all of you. I'm grateful for the courage you have to share so honestly and authentically and how incredibly vulnerable you are. I learned about High Noon almost four years ago at a summit. That day, I discovered that my husband was addicted to porn since he was a little kid and had no idea. And I had no idea. I know that I, I know that I know that I know in my heart that if it wasn't for that event, I would have never found out and would have never started my healing journey. So because of that, I'm deeply gra grateful. I was listening to your podcast today and thought that I should express my gratitude since I never had. Since that day on the event, I started my healing journey as a betrayed partner. I don't know who's reading this and if you know what that is, but I'm assuming you do. Okay, yes, that's a parenthesis. Betrayed partner is someone married or in a relationship with someone who is addicted to sex or porn and doesn't know and then finds out. I feel like my discovery was kind of like in a, a wild experience in the event that day. I feel like God was the one who told me through you guys. Long story short, since the experience, I started healing and it's been an insane, capital insane roller coaster. If I'm honest, 
extremely painful and traumatic, but definitely liberating. And I feel like I'm slowly finding myself again and becoming a more aligned person with my core self. And all that started because of high noon. I know that working on in leadership sometimes feels like you are planting seeds, but you don't see the fruits. And I wanted you to know that what you do is amazing and it's a huge impact. Even if sometimes you don't see the fruit of your labor. I also would like to help in some way. I have no clue how honestly I personally have never seen porn, so it's not my personal experience. I know a lot from being with a porn addict and the impact and damage that it has on my relationship and on me, but I don't know if that's something useful. I've been attending support groups for a year now, and that has been the pillar of my healing. I've also learned a ton from experts on sex and porn addiction to create compassion for others and to be able to let go of resentment and start healing for myself. Anyway, just wanted to say thank you. Hope that hope what I'm saying makes sense. Also, wanted to say that if you need something I could volunteer in, please let me know. I'd like one day to pay back all that I've received from you guys and from God. Okay, that's it. Have a wonderful day. Bye. <laughs> You'd be a good voice actor, Benji. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, I laugh. Deep. So, you have no idea how many instances that we've heard. Uh, I actually really felt bad. Last week, I was thinking a lot about this, about how many times we've heard, you've saved my marriage, you've saved my life. Uh, I was severely depressed. I was suicidal, in worst case, you know, in some extreme cases. Um, you saved my children, you know, all this stuff. And... We're just happy to receive it. We don't, we don't take any of that as a source of we did it, right? This is all just, we're just so um, grateful to be a part of somebody's journey. But for the sake of healing more people, to feed this machine of healing and to grow it, I really do feel like uh, we need to document these better so that everybody can know of all the different situations out there. Um, because there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that have been impacted. And then we get from other people, these accusations, like, you guys, you guys, I, I heard once this guy like, ah, Heinen doesn't work. And I was like, what does that mean? Heinen? What does that, what does that mean? We don't work. <laughs> I tried it. I was in it. I was there for like a couple of weeks and it didn't work. So it doesn't work. It's like, all right, no worries. Didn't work for you. That's thank you for letting us know. But the whole point of this is that, I, you know, even Chumpyung, we were talking to somebody out there. Um, there have been some unbelievable instances. You know, I have, a, I know a guy that kind of left the church and his own father had bone cancer. Went to Chumpyung, came back, didn't have bone cancer. It was like a couple of weeks. I was like, you know, terminal. And like, if we recorded that, that helps you so much to believe and to understand it. Same with High Noon is, I would really hope that we can hear more from you all and that you can write them these testimonies to us so that we can document them. And I was even thinking it'd be nice to have a book, a pamphlet or something that of testimonials for when you feel down that you can connect to other people's journey. Cause that's actually um, a sneaky way of gaining uh, collective benefit is by reading other people's testimonies. That's why, you know, websites and all that, they always have people's testimonies. That's usually to sell a product, but to sell you on effort 
exerting effort and, and working even when you don't want to, to hear somebody else's testimonies of what they had to go through in order to gain the benefit of this work, sometimes, you, yeah, you just need to plug into that. So if you're still listening this far, please send us your own testimony. For better or for worse, we need to hear it all. We don't want to just hear the compliments and the good stuff. We want to hear everything. Information is, we're in the realm of information and ideas. That's our currency. So yeah, just about that. Those testimonies, you, you heard that. She said we literally saved her life, her marriage, you know? Um, but yep. she said literally. Yeah. She was explicitly literal. <laughs> yeah. So please send those to us because it helps us understand if we're on track or not too, you know? Where where are we helping? Where are we missing the target? So there's that. So I wanted to get into why we do what we do now that I'm I'm on this pedestal and I'd love for I guess Sammy, why why do you do what it is that you could do? Oh, individually? Not like the podcast? Well, you can start well, you're not on the podcast anymore, so I can't <laughs> Why do you remain not on the podcast? Why is that? What's your motivation? Well, we're talking, I know, what we're talking about. Um, well, yeah, helping people, it's just simple. Um, so partly why it's so great to get feedback like this and just to hear you guys' testimonies and just anything is because... That's the only metric that we really care about. I mean, we, we measure stuff to see are we growing, are we on track, blah, blah, blah. But the real thing that we care about is like, are we helping people? And that's what we care about gauging is that what the things we're saying, the things we're coming up with, the new ideas, the events that we're doing, you know, all beyond just, not just to stay busy, but does this actually move the needle in any way for people's lives? And then if so, how much? And then have that be a piece of a puzzle and something something bigger that ultimately leads to, you know, transform life and people creating new legacies for themselves and for their families. Ah, uh -huh, there we go. That's why that's what this podcast is all about. So that's it. Yeah, just uh in what way can we help people? Yeah. That's why anybody does this. Um, Benji, why, why, why did you stick around? It's a good question. I ask myself this a lot because I'm really curious about my motivations for things. And I realize that as I get to know myself more, I uncover more about why I do things. And it's, it's not all, you know, sunshine and rainbows, honestly, for me. Um, and I think everyone is like this, just being real, but I explicitly know it about myself like for example uh, I think the reason that I received the blessing mostly was because I really love God and I love the blessing and I want to experience what that possibility could be like but there's also a part of me maybe a smaller part that also was just afraid of not getting blessed and I was afraid of the alternative which is facing the disappointment of my parents and my community and and everyone around me, right? <clears throat> so that's like an example of of what I what I go through when I think about why do I do stuff, you know? And so 
I don't know why it's just really important to me. Motivation. Whenever I speak to people or look at people, I always ask, why are they doing this? Why, why are you talking to me? Like, why are you doing what you're doing? You know? And I think subconsciously a lot of people do. So, uh, for me, the podcast high noon overall, the, the vast majority of the reason is because I, I believe in the vision that uncle Dave has set us on, which is to create radiant blessings. I believe in that. Uh, I always have. <clears throat> and I believe that it's through high noon. What I found is that this is the, this is the greatest avenue through which I can help people do that. And, um, and I haven't found a better avenue yet. So that's why I think high noon is special. It's because I think we're onto something really special and we're really focusing on getting people through roadblocks and shadows that will lead them to creating that radiant blessing and blessed family, right? That they want in their lives, that they, that they very, very much want. And so if, if it was me like allocating my time between, you know, outreach and witnessing and talking with strangers and convincing people to receive the blessing, which is, which is valuable. And I a hundred percent value that. But it, if it comes down to my time and attention, I could spend two hours with somebody uh, and convince them about the blessing and maybe move them a little bit. Or I could spend two hours with somebody, a young man or woman that desperately wants to receive the blessing and desperately wants to get rid of porn. And I could probably change their life, you know? And so the work that we're doing in High Noon is really the, the grunt work is mentoring people and having these conversations that with people that know what they want generally, you know, kind of have a direction and they just need help getting clear about what it is they want exactly, like like we talked through the North Star goal, and how to get there. And we have uh, a pathway and, and examples and somewhat of an idea of what that could look like, right? Through our testimonies and through our experiences and the testimonies of so many people. So I just think overall this is this is the the way that we're going to do it. And I just think for me personally, it's the best use of my time and skills and attention. Um, that's overall. I think there's a little part of me, honestly, that's like, uh, I, I, I feel like I have a massive fear of, of unmet potential. And that's kind of what I boiled it down to. Like, I'm really afraid of not utilizing my full potential in my life and also the potential of what high noon could be. And so the idea of giving up with high noon or not doing it anymore, or it's like, it's kind of like a scary thing for me because I feel, would feel like I was missing out on, on a massive opportunity. And it's, it kind of comes from a place of fear, you know, if I'm honest, um, but I'm choosing to use that fear, not to hinder me, but to kind of fuel me in a sense. So hmm. yeah, th I would say that's a smaller percentage, but the bigger, the bigger part is really like, I just care about contributing to this thing, you know, that we're doing, you know? Yeah. No, that's the fear of God aspect. Christianity talks a lot about it. I, I think maybe a little bit too much because it should be the love of God that drives you, not the fear of God. But I also have a theory that every parent should have a trump card that they can scare the crap out of their kids every once in a while by putting the fear of God into them if they're being very dangerous, just to kind of resuscitate them for a moment of clarity, right? Like if a kid is about to run onto the street and that you have a scream or you have some sort of noise that can put a shiver down their spine, <laughs> you know, I definitely have that. And I, uh, I know you do too, Benji. We've talked about that because you got to control that. 
No, for me, it's like a, it's a grunt. It's low. Um, I have a naturally, if I get freaked out, my voice goes up. So it kind of like in my throat. But if I like that, <laughs> scares them. Anyway, but that, I think that, that we need that, right? If we're being too cavalier with, with some aspect of our life that we need to be reminded of, um, our place in this world and like how we like John the Baptist is such a good example in chosen. I'm watching that. They did such a bad job of explaining the John the Baptist. Jesus is like, John, you're doing God's work. And then, and then good luck. And then he knows he's going to die. But like Jesus didn't say that at all. John, John did the exact opposite of what he was supposed to do with his leg. He completely got zoned out and he, he started, heckling a king instead of supporting Jesus and he got his head cut off, you know? So I always think about that example in my life too. Is like, yeah, I could pursue a lot of different opportunities, but is my head going to get chopped off in doing that? Because not literally, but like, am I going to wake up one day and say, I'm just trying to chase after money or I'm just trying and, and feel that thing of like, what did I do with my life? You know, that's, that's the head chopped off kind of experience. Um, so I, th I don't think it's bad. If you live like that, I think that that's stressful. But I, ultimately, I don't think it's that bad. Um, I wanted to explain something real quick. Can you guys mute yourself, Benji? There's a echo. Um, just real quick that um, to kind of explain my unrelenting desire to want to help people comes from that's just how I was kind of born really empathetic. It was actually a really pro big problem when I was a kid because if I would see homeless people, I would just cry for days and I'm like, why are they homeless? And my parents would say that I was like inconsolably sad if I saw injustice or whatever, right? So it was actually not productive because I wasn't helping anybody just by being super sad. Um, but then after I joined the church and became a religious man, uh, I remember there was a point in time about two years into my kind of faith journey where I really just said, hey, if everybody leaves the church, God, if everybody in the whole world leaves, I'm going to stick around because I believe in this. Like I, um, and it was because I had, I was so stubborn in the beginning. I didn't want to believe any of this stuff because it comes with a whole lot of burden and annoyance, you know, being part of any faith, but especially an emerging faith that <laughs> has a lot of debts to pay. We've made a lot of mistakes. There's a lot of stuff that we're dealing with a lot of persecution whatever so i didn't want to believe it but there were just too many ways in which i understood what was actually happening about true parents and all that so i just said no matter what i'll even if i'm the last person around i'll, I'll stick around um so there's that and then also when i was in maryland when i was a pastor i was visiting some people's houses and we were doing the grace ceremony. Trumada was doing a grace ceremony back then. This was like 2016, something like that. And I visited this one little old lady who actually recently just passed away. Her name is Pat Perkowski. And I had heard about her because she was like a nun before the church and her husband was a priest before the church. So you, you married a nun and a priest. True father's crazy like that. And when I was visiting her, just a normal visit, just like, yeah, just take the wine, you know, how are you doing, this kind of thing. She got possessed halfway through the conversation. She went like, and she started to receive this transmission. And 
She said, true father's in the room. And he says, you're meant to take care of second generation. I was like, all right. I, you know, I don't know what I feel about all that stuff because I've been to shaman before. I've, I've seen all this stuff. And, uh, you know, sometimes it just seems like a show. But um, I really felt the sentiment that somebody needs to stand up in a way like a, like an elder brother position in a way that I never had because I never had any good examples in my life. Every elder brother position that I had taught me how to drink, taught me how to whatever, whatever in high school because they were all struggling their brains out themselves. So I never had any really good examples on, on not just like advice, but like people who are standing up for their own families and who are like making good decisions themselves. And so um, that kind of drives me like crazy every single day. I really feel like, am I doing my very, very best for my own family as an example for all the things that I'm saying? Am I living up to my own virtues? Because that's what we're asking of you all, right? The high noon virtue lifestyle is not convenient and it's not always easy, but if we're doing it, it actually makes it easier because you know that somebody's out there constantly working on themselves. And I think there's a lot of people, not just the staff here, the Wolfenburgers are definitely fighting themselves to live in a high noon lifestyle. But now there's, there's like an army of people out there who are, who are doing that. But I just have been in this movement long enough to have seen leadership. What happens when a leader falls, when they make a giant mistake is everybody falls with them. It's really gnarly. And so Heine is really committed to not doing that. And I myself uh, fight tooth and claw to make better decisions with my life for myself and for my family and for all you guys. So that's kind of what drives me too, is not the teaching aspect, education, all that, the podcast, this is all just trying to explain as best we can what it is that we know to be true based on our lives, based on our action, based on all the input that we're getting from, you know, different leaders and, you know, therapists and all that stuff. So we're trying to help you as much as possible to live a high lifestyle, first and foremost, by leading that lifestyle ourselves. Every single one of us, Sammy Benji, Uncle Dave, all of our new hires, we're asking that of them as well. So I hope you can see that in us, that we would never tell you to do something that we ourselves are not doing. And it doesn't mean that we're perfect at all. Yesterday, I lost my temper in a public setting <laughs> because I, the only people that make me upset in this world seem to work for airlines or the government. And yesterday, I went into a government building and I couldn't contain my frustration. I didn't yell. But I became very sarcastic with them, which is me at my worst, because they couldn't, as they, they just wouldn't print something for me. I said, sorry, there's, we, we only have one printer. And I looked and I, I see three printers at my desk. Can we just print something? Like, I'm sorry, we only have one printer. I was like, <laughs> anyway, so we're not perfect is what I'm saying. We all, Benji's got a temper. Sammy's got bad gas. Just kidding. No, Sammy, we all we all have stuff. <laughs> I'll take it. That's my old gaseous clay over here. <laughs> um, so we're but we're we're committed like with everything we got to to live up to our um, expectations of ourselves and and what we believe God has called us to and to be living breathing examples for you guys to follow. Um, so there's that. Um, 
guys, new developments, anything new happening and excited. What are you most excited about? How about that? Not new developments as could be very clinical. Oh, we were using, we're using this new software. It's called Airtable. Ah, uh, if Robert was <laughs> old news, man, that's <laughs> old news, AI all the way. Sure. Yeah. AI. Uh, we're going to be replaced by AI in a couple episodes. I, I think I'm, I'm most excited about Andrew's new mission to save all second generation. His appointment from true father. That's not new, man. That's 2016, bro. <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't hear that story. So that's pretty, pretty cool yeah. to hear your backstory. But yeah, it's pretty intense. So what's, what are you most, most excited about Benji? Well, director Andrew. Or assistant director, Sammy. I'm not sure. And you're not sure what you're excited about? Um, you are now, so an update is Benji is now taking on two big roles simultaneously for an undefined amount of time. Not forever, but temporary. temporary. And one is the program director. So organizing and enhancing all of our programs online. Um, so if you have any questions for him, if you have any ideas for him, if you have any complaints, send them to Benji. His other, the other half of his psyche is marketing director. So, um, all of our messaging, you know, branding, all this stuff falls under him as well. So he's got a lot on his plate in terms of taking our programs to the next level to make them truly world class. And then also helping high noon's story get out into the world um in a very specific way so that we tell our story instead of people tell our story about us right um so are you excited about any of that benji are you are you frustrated how's that going I realize so i'm excited and frustrated <laughs> we have That's new great. departments we have a programs department department we have a marketing department i am the technically quote unquote the director of both these departments and we're hiring more people, right? We just hired Araceli, God bless her. We're gonna be hiring a marketing coordinator soon, an expert. And the, the cool thing about having a team now is that they're asking a lot of questions to me. Araceli, every time I meet with her, she's like, I need clarification on, on why <laughs> we're doing this program. Like, what is the purpose? And then I yeah. quite literally have to make it up as she's asking me to pretend that I have the answer. Um, <laughs> Because our, our work styles are different, right? Like I'm, I'm very like, let's try it, see how it goes, and then we'll tweak it, you know? And that's kind of how I operate. I'm, I'm kind of like a more spontaneous character. And yes, you other people on the team are very are much planners. And it's mm. absolutely not to say that one is better than the other. In fact, probably planning better is better than not planning. Um, but it's, it's a balance. It's kind of a balance. And so she asked me, like, what percentage of the vision of these programs do I, does she understand? And I said, you probably understand about 80% of the vision for these programs. And then I said, I probably understand about 80% of the vision for the programs, <laughs> which means 83. another way. Yeah. What I'm saying is like, I, I really believe I'm excited about what God will develop over time. And I think that the only way that God's vision happens is that we're curious, we're open-minded and that we are willing to work together and play off each other's strengths as an, as an entire high team, you know? Sure. So. Like as, as somebody that kind of comes 
typically comes from the like like i'm i just want to like move ahead and make decisions and just go forward it's like we have to take a, a few steps back to get everyone on board so that we can take massive massive leaps forward you know and that's kind of been the learning experience so far in having a team right because it's tempting to feel like oh it's it's easier to have a small team and just operate within ourselves and just make decisions ourselves but then we're the constraint of our and the limitation of our team is the people is is the person that's making decisions and it's not really allowing god to work and for the unity and the trust within the team to work so um that's something that i, I really believe now is that i don't have the answers and i'm willing to <laughs> to figure it out uh as time goes by you know as we as we have give and take and talk it out and debate a little bit here and there you know even if it means taking a little more time or even if it means taking one step backwards if we can take two massive steps forward it's it's worth doing in a long long term you know yes debates are great the great debate sammy what are you most excited about thank you benji i'm i'm thank you sir i'm excited about everything to do with the chapters uh, expanding growing out getting them set up to win. So specifically and immediately, I'm excited about the events that Jude and Andranic have lined up coming up later this year. Um, helping them get ready for those, whatever I could do. They're pretty sad. They need some, some help, but they'll get there. Um, so anything to do with the chapters and helping the chapter leaders get set up and to do well in their roles. And then those... Those individual organizations can rise and take over their perspective parts of the world. Yeah. So this episode's coming out right after we unveil all of the chapter leaders. So we have exactly two men and two women, half and half, taking over the world. Uh, yeah, I hear that. That's exciting. I mean, like Benji was saying, it basically... We are relinquishing control by by doing that. That's what we learned in that book, Good to Great. And that's what all parenting books, like eventually you just have to step back and let your kids kind of make their own mistakes. Like Benji's learning about fundraising with his kids. You just got to throw them in the ringer. But it's it's hard to like uh, to not just represent High Noon. High Noon, we were High Noon for a while, right? And now we're not High Noon. We are a part of High Noon. So that's that's a shift. Cool, yeah. That's there's a lot of stuff bubbling up. Um, and then you know, with the podcast, what do you see? What do you see happening with the podcast in the next year or two? You fellas, see any developments? Any like uh, Benji? You gonna replace yourself with like an uh, automated AI like bot that just responds generically as Benji? Like, you got this, guys. Every time I say, so, Benji, how are you doing? You got this, guys. We can do this. Everything's going to be great. Come on. Passion. Don't be a baby. <laughs> well, all I can say is I am not an AI, and you wouldn't know if I was. Mm. But uh, I am <laughs> not not too off from, far, far, far from the future. We are going to be having more guests. I think that's really cool. You know, the, the episode we just did with Kayleigh Moffitt, it seemed to open up a new circle of individuals that listen to the podcast, which is a huge, cool, mm. cool plus, right? So it's it's opening up our our avenues through which we can reach people. I just pulled up the numbers of how many all time all time downloads we've had on the podcast. If you want us to 
reveal those at some point in the podcast. I think people would be curious to know, you know? Yes. And, 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 and I want to say that we have no idea total. This is total minimum because there's a lot more downloads that I'm positive we get um, that aren't registered because they listen to it on our website. Do you guys listen to our podcast on our website? I know some people do, but who does? Let me, let me know. Yeah. Cause we don't yeah, know yeah. This about you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So give us, it doesn't give... include YouTube. It doesn't include website. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what people think it is. And then we can kind of play it out. Yeah. Like 600. Yeah. Nash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be depressing. <laughs> what do we got? You want us to, to do it now? Yeah. Okay. Well, these are all-time downloads of episodes. And I just want to say, before I reveal these numbers to you, we have two other podcasts. No, three other podcasts that I'm aware of within the High Noon world you'd shout out to. Okay? Because we're not the only podcast. The Love, Life, and Legacy podcast is not the only podcast. We have a Japanese podcast, mm. right? For Japanese listeners can, can check that out. We have a Spanish podcast. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have a Korean show, a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So that's pretty right. cool. So that's important for people that are listening in English and want to share the podcast with their non-English speaking folks. Um, or if you do speak another language, you want to check those out. The content is, is from different speakers, but all under the same message and umbrella of High Noon. So, okay. All-time downloads. Everyone that's listening, get your number in your head, what you think our number is for all-time downloads. And the answer is, the true number is 57,249. Yay! Confetti. Congratulations. Or basically Joe Rogan. <laughs> well, I feel like you didn't have to Joe say Rogan's <laughs> farts get more, more downloads per <laughs> fart. <laughs> Uh, no, again, that's not the true number, but that is a, I was, cause you said 600. I was like, okay, 6,000. I, my expectations were mm-hmm. one decimal half. So that's good. But we, there's still a lot more that, that aren't accounted for. So yeah. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, it's like, given how small our demographic or our target audience is, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And also given how that's more people than we have in our church. I don't know. <laughs> I I hear like we have millions of people in our movement. Uh, but I don't think that's true. I don't know. I've got, I take it. I mean, they had the guy told us in Japan, they had what? 30,000 second gen in Japan. Shit. That's their official number. Okay. Well, uh, we got a, a lot of lessons and thank you all. So, um, Please, I think it's come up a few times so far. Uh, we care about what you have to say. We care about your feedback. We care about your testimonies. We care uh, about what we can do better, what you can do better. We just care in general. And so information is the currency that helps us to flow. So we give out information, but we need your information. So your your thoughts and opinions and stuff like that. So we're going to be doing this for another 100 episodes for sure, right? Um, another few hundred. Well, we don't even know. 
Uh, but you guys at the, the 300th anniversary or exactly. anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah. we just want to get better and better and better at, at speaking like right to you that you feel that this episode is exactly for you. And we can't do that unless we know what you are going through. So I got recently uh, an email from somebody said, Hey, I feel like you guys really need to give a, an episode, do an episode all about what it's like going through you know, getting rid of porn after you're already blessed because it's like a different ballgame. So we made that episode. Happy to. Um, and then he got back to me and said, thank you. And I was like, you're welcome. So yeah, just let us know. We're very open and willing to, to speak to you. Um, so yeah, that's about it. I don't know. It's been a I wanna, last. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to do a little bit of give some more stats on our to our listeners just so that they know where they're coming from, where they fit in this whole story. Is that all right? That's, well, it's happening. Gone. <laughs> it's all right. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to, I'm looking at our all-time statistics on our podcast. And this is across all platforms, but doesn't include some things like YouTube and the website directly on the website. So downloads per country, I'm going to list the top 10 countries. This is a huge shout out to all of our listeners from these top 10 countries. Ready? Number one, USA. Woo! Yeah, by a big margin, by the way, big margin. Number two, United Kingdom, UK. Well done. Number three, nice. you know, number three, it's going to be Germany. Nice. Really? Number Andy four really listens be, to us a lot. <laughs> number four will be our our sister country to America. <laughs> I don't know. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, baby sister, Dorky number four, Dorky neighbor. Number that's <laughs> number five, Republic of Korea. Woohoo! Yes, interesting. Number six, Japan, <laughs> very close to Korea. Nice. Number seven, coming up after Japan. Number seven is the Philippines. Cool. Shout out Philippines! Thank you, brothers and sisters. Number eight will be Austria. Nice. And number nine and number nine, if you want to <laughs> guess which part of the world is number nine, which continent? Dominican Republic, uh, whatever continent that's on. It is going to be an African country. First African <laughs> country. Nigeria. It's Nigeria. 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 Number nine. And our last number 10 of our top listeners is... Nepal, look at that! Nepal, Nepal. really? Shout nice. out, Nepal! Yeah, that's cool. Thank you all yeah. so much for your your thingies. Yeah. <laughs> Thank no, you all for your thingies. No love from no love from France. No love from <laughs> from uh yeah Hungary. From mm. there is from mm. there is some love, Australia. but they're not in the top ten. They're not in the top ten. They're there though. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, well, thank you all for listening to us. Um, you're all very cool. Uh, any last words, fellas? It's great to be back. Thank you all for tuning in for 200 episodes. Thank you guys, you two, for hosting this whole time. Yeah, I, I, will, I will say that... Uh, See you in the next episode, everyone. We're not done. We got 200,000 more episodes to go. 
And I just want to say a lot of the work, actually 80, 90% of the work is it's really Andrew <laughs> in terms of the vision and getting the episodes in line. Of course, we have a team. We have a team. Andrew's not doing everything. Uh, I mean, you were actually for a while doing the editing, right? Of the episodes and then uploading. I was... <laughs> yeah, sure. But 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 definitely for for Andrew's you know for his ego's sake I will just say that he's uh, been the visionary <laughs> for this episode. It's definitely not. I feel as a co-host, it's not been a fifty-fifty effort-wise. Uh, he's the visionary and he's the one that's you know planning out content and, and thinking about what should be good according to where Hainun is in the story, right, of life. So just want to mention that. Yeah, in my mind, there's constantly a war that's that like a simulation of like are we winning or are we losing um because there's in the divine principle it talks about there is a third world war inevitable but it starts out in the ideological phase and then if it doesn't get resolved there then it turns into an actual physical world war and you can definitely see that there's a war on ideas and right now the best funded ideas that look the best, like externally and the easiest to swallow are the worst ideas, like the very, very mm. st stupidest culture, like the most toxic long term for our culture. Um, and then good ideas just get drowned out and they're not really packaged well and they're usually hokey and cheesy and and all that. So um, I'm constantly running this drill on like how we can get better and take back more space in people's minds so that they can make decisions based on their original mind, their original heart, rather than just reacting to the world around them because it's only getting more confusing. Um, so with that said, we just want to create content um, that helps you get through your week with clarity. And that's why we do all the stuff that we do is to help you just make good decisions based on what you deserve as a child of God rather than settling for what everybody tells you you need so yeah by God people please let us know what you need what you want and we'll make that because um, we're not making this podcast for ourselves we don't do it for the email endorsement money email us at admin at highnoon.org mm. yeah or sammy at highnoon.org that works too or Benji Uyama is the best at gmail.com. <laughs> Benji Kitty Cutie Punk. Yeah, my wife's name. <laughs> All right, yeah, thank you. Let's just end this puppy. We'll see you guys. Uh, you know, we'll see you around. Uh, just reach out to us, uh, especially if you're nervous too or you think you shouldn't, then you really should. Just go out of your way. Just do it. Send us a little message. There's many, many ways of reaching out to us. Choose one, and we'll talk to you then. Say bye, everybody. Bye, 200. Ta -ta.